You are listening to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. What's up, y'all? It is time for Freaky Friday. Um, this one is actually very annoying to me. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, it really, really, really annoys me, this type of story. So we got to talk about it. So a Colorado pastor says that God told him to launch a crypto venture, and he is now accused of pocketing $1.3 million from his followers. So I'm really annoyed with this, but we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll see if you guys agree that God gave him the go ahead. So this Denver pastor, uh, Eli Regalado, I'm just going to call him Pastor Eli, had an exciting message for his congregation. That's how this article starts, yo. It says, after months of prayer and cues from God up above, he was going to start selling cryptocurrency. He announced this on uh, in a YouTube video Last April, the signature and Silvergate banks had collapsed weeks earlier, signaling the need to look into other investment options beyond financial institutions, he said. And he said with divine wisdom, he was setting the rails for God's wealth transfer. First off, I have never heard of God referring to money as a wealth transfer. I'm just saying I am just saying. Anyway. Shortly after the sermon, Pastor Eli and his wife, Caitlin, launched a cryptocurrency, INDX coin, and began selling it to members of his Victorious Grace Church and other Christian communities in the Denver area. They sold it through the Kingdom Wealth Exchange, which is an online cryptocurrency marketplace that he created, he controlled, and he operated. They raised... More than $3.2 million from over 300 investors. Um, and they, this was all said in a civil complaint. The couple's sale pitches were filled with prayer and quotes from the Bible, encouraging investors to have faith in their investment, faith in the Lord above, and have faith that the investment of cryptocurrency would lead to abundance and blessings. But now we know it was essentially worthless. Instead of bringing abundance and blessings and helping investors acquire wealth, they used around $1.3 million of the investment funds to bankroll lavish expenditures, including a Range Rover, some fine jewelry, cosmetic dentistry, and extravagant vacations. The money also paid for renovations to their Denver home. And in a stunning video statement that was posted online several days after the civil charges were filed, Pastor Eli did not dispute that he and his wife profited from the venture. He said, quote, the charges are that Caitlin and I pocketed $1.3 million. And I just want to come out and say 
that those charges are true. He added, a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. Praise him. God said, this extra 1.3 milli, I need you to go and build a home with that money, Pastor Eli. Go do it. Go do it. You've got the clear. It's been cleared. Jesus walked on water so that you could steal money from your congregation and build you a new home. Praise him. Come on now. Stomp on the devil and stomp on these walking grounds. Go ahead. Go ahead and put that shovel in the dirt because it's time for you to build yourself a fortress. Yes. Lord Jesus, go ahead. Come on, congregation. And may the people say amen. Amen. This is why I don't do religion, Ben. Why? This is why I don't do religion. This is why I it don't seems like do it was the church. Me. No. This is why I am spiritual and not religious. How dare you take the... Hi, Tori Lowe. This is why I don't believe in giving money to that type of venture. Because how do I know that you are hearing things from God and he is telling you to go build a new home with this cryptocurrency that you are raising from your congregation? First off and foremost... Cryptocurrency wasn't in the Bible. I'm just saying. Second off, you could live in a hut for all God cares. As long as you show up for church on Sunday, God don't care what you live in. So what is is you building a six-bed, six-bath mansion in the hills? What does that have to do with you preaching? I'm just wondering. You could go and live in a shelter and still show up for church on Sunday. So this is exactly part of why I fight the idea of religion I am a very faith-based woman. I believe that God is my savior. I'm spiritual. I grew up Baptist. I still respect and honor the Baptist church. But this is part of why I don't believe in being religious because there is so much involved, so much toxicity and darkness and just like people use God's name in a way where I'm like, That's the devil working. And I don't like that because people don't understand the difference. And religion reminds me a lot of politics and that I feel like it's just a bunch of sheep that are just following their leader and not really understanding what they are following. But then all these people, they have to pay for that eventually. And guess what? The pastor, he's just kind of sitting pretty. In this case, obviously, he got caught. But think about how many other scammers are preaching to y'all on Sundays. I'm just saying. I am just saying there's a lot of scammers who run churches and I'm not going to point anybody out because that's not what I'm here to do today. But I don't believe in giving back in that way. And I don't think that that's what God intended when it comes to the temple. Um, So, yeah, that's my Freaky Friday story. There is a pastor in Denver who said that God told him to launch a crypto venture and take $1.3 million from his followers to go build a home and buy cars and buy jewelry and just live lavishly. And that's why I don't do religion. Sorry. I mean, sometimes you got to move with the spirit. You know, if the spirit tell you to do so, then you do so. You're right, but I don't, the spirit has never told me to take $1 million from folks and use it to my own. I mean, isn't that what they do anyway? Like, like let's be real. If, if you bringing this story up, like you said, there's a lot of hustlers that are our pastors, our priests, all right, acts and preach to the congregation each and every Sunday, throwing your tides. And then that's how we get the comic 
idea where they talk about, you know, why the pastor got to have a nice car? Why the pastor got to have a nice house? You know, when everybody else in the community happens to be struggling. It doesn't make any sense to me. However, I think this pastor that you're talking about right now, he took that same concept, that same idea, and just amplified it. He brought it to 2024. He, he, he was like, you know what? I'm not even going to ask for dollars from y'all. Do I'm say a- crypto. Uh, yeah, there you go. Do say God told me to take some crypto to create a cryptocurrency company. Like, what? What? Oh, we, he said we're going to the future. That's wild, dog. So, yeah, um, watch out for your pastors who are asking y'all for cryptocurrency. I'm just saying, because that is, you know what? That is next level scamming, for real. It That's, is. It, I mean, come on. It's 2024, baby. This is what we do. I make yeah. my own cryptocurrency and you can invest in it. If it means something to you, you know, if it's, it's valuable to you. Facts. Hey, this is God's word. This is God's crypto. Facts. So yeah, that's that's my freaky Friday. It just really freaked me out, Ben. When I yeah. saw that, I was like, that's some that's some other. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's that's different. Like that's next level, like somebody well, somebody in the talk to text said that just gave God a black eye. That ain't that ain't no, it ain't touching that ain't, God. I was no, gonna say God. y'all y'all being very blasphemous. That ain't got nothing to do with God. Cause well it is and somebody else followed up saying who are we to say that God didn't tell him to? I'm going to tell you this much right now, Chris. God God talked to me after I read this article, and he said, now, you know, dang well, I didn't say that. And I was like, I know God. That's why I'm going to talk about him on the radio. He so, Chris, words. I know for a fact, because I had a conversation with God after I read this, and he said, nah. He said, it wasn't me. Shaggy voice. And I'm spiritual, so I can make jokes like that, but y'all religious heads probably can't. Because I know... My God understands me. You feel me? Yeah. If I belong to a church, they would say, don't be doing that. Don't joke when it comes to Jesus. And I feel like God knows that I'm a jokester. So guess what? Guess what? I'm going to make light of a terrible situation whenever I can. Yeah. But yeah, nah, real talk. God ain't tell him that. He's he's on some bull. I think he's using God's name in order to be a criminal, to be a scammer. And guess what? You know how I know he's doing that? Because God made sure that he got caught. If God really told him to do this... We wouldn't be hearing about it. That's valid. Period. So that's how I feel. And that's just my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right. I know I'm not 100% right because I don't actually know. But my opinion is if our God told him to do this, I don't think that God would have made sure he got caught. Or or maybe God did want him to do this so that God could, um, could out him for the scammer that he is. I don't know. Maybe God was like throwing him something that said, let me just see. Let me just see if he really is a scammer. Maybe he took the bait, and now we know who he is. I don't know, but either way, God didn't want those people to be scammed, and that's why what was done in the dark came to light. Okay, I'm done. God was testing him, and that's his testimony. And he failed. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my Freaky Friday story. I love it. I think that's enlightening, especially for everybody who decides to show up to church on Sunday, especially this upcoming Sunday, okay? Make sure that uh, your past ain't scamming you into some cryptocurrency, okay? Um, But you know what, Mel? I really loved your your uh, Freaky Friday. I'm going to do... Actually, and I'll be really quick with it, okay? Because honestly, this first one I'm about to read off it was the was the Freaky Friday I was about to go with. All right, I was about to go with this, and then something struck me last night. I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta talk about this." Okay, why are you looking your lips like that? Don't don't do that. My don't lips do that. are dry. 
Okay, it's it's cold. Never mind. I'm glad that Ben thinks. So Ben thinks that every action is a reaction. Like why, Ben? Let me what, live, what is, let me live my life, Ben. What, what are you talking about? Because you think everything I do is in reaction to something that you did. No, I just asked you what you. I look. Because I, I, ben, I just, and you look, know why you asked? Because you thought it was a reaction. No, I just asked why you licking your lips like anyway, that. Anyway, Ben, it. what's your Freaky Friday uh, story? In, in, in a normal black person conversation, somebody would ask you why you licking your lips like that. No, Ben. No, because I know you, though, Ben. You think that people are always out to get you because you're a Gemini. No, I don't. You're on your Kanye. That's not you're true. You're paranoid. That's not true. It's not true at all. If you <laughs> if, if your lips are dry, you can just ask me for some, some I know, lip balm or I something. I am going to put some Carmex on, though. <laughs> put some coconut oil on your lips or something. All right. But all with that being said, Truth Nation, all right, my Freaky Friday happens to take us back to 1719. This is a little tidbit I wanted to put out there, okay? It goes on to say that prisoners in Paris were offered freedom in 1719 on the condition they would marry a prostitute and move to Louisiana. That really perplexed me, okay? And you wonder why you got so many Jezebels down there in Louisiana, okay? It's because a lot of dudes left from Paris to go down there to Louisiana. But that is not my Freaky Friday. My Freaky Friday actually happens to deal with a death row inmate who actually died last night, all right? And the only reason I consider this to be freaky, okay, is because of the way that he passed away, all right? Which may be a new form of a death penalty that might be pushed across the nation. All right, so if y'all don't know, an Alabama inmate by the name of Kenneth Smith was executed last night with nitrogen gas. Usually they hit you with the lethal injection, you know, uh, somewhat like a heroin addict and hit you with it. Pow! And you don't know if you're going to come back or not. But uh, rest in peace to this gentleman because he's not coming back. He's no longer with us. Ben, All right? don't even say you don't know if you're going to come back or not. The point in death penalty is death. It is finality. There well, is no okay. maybe coming back from it, Ben. Okay, so now that you said that, now that you say that, okay, I just want to put this out here because, like I said before, you don't know if you might actually survive a lethal injection. And actually, the reason why they had to enhance or boost up Kenneth Smith's drugs is because he didn't die the first time they tried to kill him. All right. He was actually sentenced to death for his role in a 1988 murder for hire and had survived the state's the state of Alabama's initial attempt to execute him by lethal injection in 2022. A year and two months later, they would kill this man by nitrogen gas. All right. And that's my Freaky Friday. We have to actually wrap this up or whatever. But I just found that freaky that now uh, the United States will be using nitrogen gas to take out inmates that they deem unfit for society. Yeah, no, it, it's it's very jarring. It is. It's freaky. And, Ben, that's a whole other... I feel like that could be a topic because I don't believe in us playing God. Hey. Personally, like, I don't believe in the death penalty. Because you know what? Just one quick thought, Ben. Why would you want these prisoners to take the easy route out and just end their lives? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want them to suffer for their crimes? Like, right. I actually don't believe in the death penalty, A, because of the God factor, and B, mm-hmm. because I think they should suffer for their crimes for the rest of their lives. I agree. But that's a different topic for a different day, right. so we'll have to bookmark that. Yep. Um, let us know if you have any Freaky Friday stories. 833-212-1017. Touch that dial. Nothing but the truth with Melanie Ricks will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is 1017 The Truth's Dr. Ken Harris, and the time is now, Milwaukee. You know, perspective is essential. What I found is the news behind the news is more important. I want you to leave my show with a sense of knowing what was missing that adds depth to the conversation. Tune in Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. 
on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, or 1017thetruth.com. This is 1017 The Truth, Sherwin Hughes, host of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. This show is going to be enlightening, entertaining, educational, and informative. We're going to talk about everything from national issues to things that are happening right here in our backyard. More importantly, we are going to come together and find solutions collectively. Listen to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes Monday through Friday on 1017 The Truth, Central Standard Time. 